Show with your host, Derek Jordan, where we bring you interviews, video clips, and live in the studio playing with world fusion composers and musicians. Hi, this is Derek Jordan. Welcome to the World Fusion Show, where we bring you the leading innovators in world fusion music. Today, my guest is Yusuf Karai, joining us from Karachi, Pakistan. Yusuf is a taba player, composer, and teacher, and just a wonderful musician. Welcome, Yusuf Karai, to the World Fusion Show. Thank you. Thank you, Derek, for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, um, even though we're in different time zones. I wanted to just sort of go back and just have you share with us your musical beginnings and your musical background, just for starters. Sure thing. Um, I mean, uh, it all started at the age of eight for me. Uh, of course, uh, music starts really from the womb, but uh, it started at the age of eight when I started to uh, learn the harmonium and and vocals uh, with Ustad Babu Khan. Uh, and, and that's thanks to my parents for introducing me to South Asian music, um, which, you know, at that time was not necessarily in vogue or, or wasn't really uh, something that would be the musical genre of choice for people in in kind of the society I was living in. But um, uh, that sort of paved the way for me to really become fascinated with the world of tabla and rhythm and South Asian rhythm. And then at the age of 16, I was accepted as a student of the great maestro of Pakistan, Ustad Khurshid Hussain. Uh, and uh, since then, I haven't looked back. And um, with only about two, two and a half years of training with him, I uh, had set off to Bennington College, yeah. where um, I had the great fortune of meeting musicians like yourself. Um, and I think the first time we, we performed uh, was in Brattleboro. Was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, you also told me that you inherited your grandfather's tablas. They were, you know, there as you were growing up. He was true, deceased, true. but they were something that were in front of you and you could work with. Absolutely. In fact, I think that's the, 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 the greatest inheritance that I could have had from my grandfather, whom I never met. Uh, he passed away before I was born. Uh, but he was the real kind of the musical influence in the family. Uh, and therefore, thankfully, he passed it on to my parents. And yes, leaving us those two instruments, the harmony, his harmonium and the tabla set, uh, really had a lasting impact, as as you can see. Oh yes, I uh, can say, <laughs> definitely <laughs> it made an imprint. So, um, you had some interesting early influences in your music. Um, tell us about that. Absolutely, I think uh, what was what was fantastic was that along with my grandfather's instrument collection, there was also a collection of LPs. Uh, which he used to gather when he, when he used to visit India uh, uh, back in the day. And so I grew up listening to great masters and the great uh, stalwarts of South Asian music, uh, including uh, the great uh, tabla master, who was, uh, you know, kind of this, uh, at that time, he was like the big uh, voice of fusion as well uh, with tabla, Ustad Zakir Hussain. Mm. And uh, so I was really, he was my first inspiration for tabla, mm -hmm. especially. 
and um, and then of course when I, I I met my guru, I started to listen to many other greats uh, that I had never known of, um, and so slowly my kind of circle of music became uh, you know deeply drenched in South Asian music, uh, and then uh, my my uh, undergraduate education in in the U.S actually opened a lot of in, interesting doors and, uh, and, and spaces for collaboration. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of my first jobs at, at the college was um, a dance accompanist. Nice. So it was with modern dance and then with jazz piano because there was a Tom Farrell over there uh, who used to accompany uh, dance classes as well. And so uh, just meeting uh, musicians and, of course, uh, Jared Shapiro. Uh, yeah, our good friend. cellist. A good friend, um, and through him, I met with a whole larger community of musicians. Yeah. So that really kind of shaped uh, my 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 understanding of music as well, along with courses in music and and, now, uh, and Western music. So I would love to go to our first video. In this clip, you are playing with your group, Tars, and want to say a little bit about this clip we're going to see. Uh, absolutely. This clip was uh, basically uh, in the early years of uh, of Thar's group uh, in 2014. Uh, and uh, this was the first time that the group, which was uh, mainly South Asian musicians, we were kind of collaborating with musicians that were trained in other genres, uh, especially in, in Western genres. And so this was an experiment which we called No Confusion. Um, where, where we wanted to make sure that uh, this was really kind of, we were trying to create a conversation uh, between uh, the two genres. And so there's a little bit of um, uh, a kind of a, an exchange with the drummer. That's which right. Which is a conversation with the, with the drummer. And then uh, the, there's also an excerpt where we are experimenting with reggae. I heard that. Uh, it's great. It's cool. Let's go to the clip right now.
right, we are back with Yusuf Karai, all the way from Karachi, Pakistan. So great. Now, that was pretty cool. Digging that Pakistani reggae, man. That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Very hip. Not something you hear every day, for sure. Not, um, definitely not. Definitely not. It's cool. Now, when you were at Bennington, you did a lot of things, but you studied with Milford Graves, who is my mentor and was just the most important musical person in my life when I was a student there and afterwards. Tell me about your work with Milford. Well, uh, since you were a student of Milford Graves and I was a student of Milford Graves, in my part of the world, we are called Guru Bhai, uh, which means that we are brothers because we have the same oh, guru. That's nice. Um, <laughs> so the work with Milford Graves was uh, incredible. I think um, that was, and it was, you know, the timing was perfect. And I think it's all about timing, really, when you when you have an influence in your life. Mm. Uh, so Professor Graves was uh, intimately aware of my background and my training, and so he knew that I came from uh, a musical culture where linguistics and musical linguistics were almost, uh, you know, uh, kind of synonymous with, with music. And so uh, the language of rhythm was already something that was, uh, it was part of the training. Uh, and so the ideas that he kind of brought in uh, with different kind of hand drums uh, were, were really priceless because he was trying to, uh, at the same time, introduce us to uh, many world rhythmic traditions, but at the, and, and simultaneously, uh, kind of, how do we make them evolve as well? And so really, uh, kind of working on that activity of thought, uh, staying within the music, yeah. um, and within the work, within the rhythmic work. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, South Asian music and fusion, because this is what we do on the show. We talk about different ways we blend different kinds of music. Now, most people will be familiar. Um, their first introduction to in America to Indian music may have been through Ravi Shankar and the Beatles and uh, right. George Harrison's study with him um, and his use of the sitar on Norwegian wood and then more work as it went along. But there also was another group in the 70s called Shakti, which was led by John McLaughlin, great guitarist, that brought in some wonderful Indian musicians as well. So you're doing, you're, you know, part of that world fusion, you know, genealogy with what you're doing with TARS. So tell us a little bit about TARS and what your vision is for that group and your concept of world fusion. Absolutely. I think uh, it's very important to understand that um, uh, uh, even in the example you gave with uh, Pandit Ravi Shankar and, uh, and George Harrison, and, and there was, uh, I think, any culture that has come into contact with South Asian musical uh, kind of uh, uh, culture has, uh, has, has had to brace themselves with this idea of a very complex um, uh, kind of phenomenon, mm. and this complex phenomenon, especially because it 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 holds so many influences within its development, it has Arabic influences, Persian influences, Turkish influences. It's got uh, it's got Mongol influences, mm. and all of those um, musical devices 
have been built into the framework of South Asian music. Yeah. So it's very, uh, first, it's important to understand that South Asian music itself is the result of a lot of fusion over the years. It's very important to know. Right. And so, and then it becomes very difficult to think about, okay, well, now how will this music that's already kind of the product of so much intense fusion going to now go and start to, um, you know, explore territories, uh, new musical territories with other uh, genres? Yes. And, and uh, of course, in the global culture that we're seeing now, that there's a lot of influence of uh, Western pop and Western popular cultural music yeah. uh, within the kind of mainstream frameworks. And so uh, in Pakistan, we were faced with um, a very kind of depleted South Asian musical understanding amongst the masses uh, because of a lack of uh, musical education in general. And then, um, and then with this kind of newfound diet of uh, Western pop, it became very important for, uh, for me to establish some kind of presence with South Asian music, without lyrics, because lyrics often provide uh, a, uh, too much context and yeah. dictate the context. Right. So it, it had to be instrumental in nature so that our, our youth could engage and, uh, and, and inherit the incredible musical heritage uh, of South Asia. Yeah, uh, And so we wanted to reformulate the way it was going to be presented, and not in the traditional ways that it was presented, but in ways where we change the format. For example, harmony is not a part of uh, South Asian music. It never went, it never developed vertically uh, in kind of st simultaneous stacking. It, it developed more in kind of a linear melodic way. And right. so, uh, and so you know, how do we kind of combine those two? What's, what's, that, what's that perfect kind of balance mm. that we can achieve? Yeah. And I think uh, Thurs was really, that was the experiment uh, that I tried to create uh, in, in Karachi. It's very cool. So let's go to our second video. This is an acoustic um, setting. Do you want to say something quickly about that? Yes, uh, absolutely. This was an experiment that uh, I had done uh, without my ensemble necessarily. So it was kind of a solo act uh, with another uh, leading guitarist uh, of Pakistan, who's also part of a very popular band called Fusion, actually. That's their, that's yep. the band's name. Uh, but they write it with a Z, so it's like Fuson, if okay. you read it incorrectly. And uh, his name is Shalim Xavier. And um, uh, he's, as you can see, trained in, in lead guitar that uh, draws from many influences. And in fact, I think in the clip that we're going to see right now, there's a little bit of that Carlos Santana uh, feel as well mm, yeah. uh, in his playing, in his playing. And, and what I've tried to, to show is, uh, I mean, and, and so it was, it was, a, it was a kind of decisive act that we're not gonna have a drummer, but instead see how the tabla is going to interpret the groove, the rhythm, the, sure. ma the manner of playing with this improvised acoustic guitaring. Yeah. Oh, great. Let's go to the video right now.
We are back with Yusuf Karai from Karachi, Pakistan. Now, I'm getting a real flamenco kind of vibe from that also, which is very cool. Nice combination there. Uh, in fact, uh, I'd like to add that even that influence in my life was um, happened in Bennington. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, that, and that's thanks to Jared. That's because, right. Uh, Jared had a very uh, big flamenco. In fact, in fact we worked together uh, for uh, the soundtrack of a play, uh, Bernarda Alba, yeah. uh, at Bennington. And, uh, and so we were co-composing the music for that. And I learned a lot of in- incredible rhythmic clapping work yes. uh, you know that, that's that's uh, you know, within flamenco music and and of course the undeniable kind of arab influence on um, on that musical genre as well that's so right. it's amazing you know how, how these genres are really they bond from like we said earlier so i want to go to our third video and um can you just tell us what we're going to see uh, so this video uh, has been kind of uh, almost the, uh, the the fruits of of the labor of Tars Group, the ensemble that I started, and uh, then and finally we got invited uh, by the Fez Foundation Trust to the Fez International Festival held in Lahore every year, and this is one of the largest festivals that take place in Pakistan, where artists, writers, poets uh, all come together and display their art. And this festival is uh, basically uh, carrying forward the legacy of the famous um, revolutionary poet, Fez Ahmed Fez of Pakistan, who was also a, uh, a nominee for the Nobel Prize in Literature and won the Lenin Peace Prize. Uh, so a great Pakistani poet, uh, a great legacy, and it's his uh, children that organize this festival every year in Pakistan. And this, uh, and and then this one, Tars Group got invited to uh, with with uh, with our full ensemble. So you can see that we have a string section. Uh, we'll have uh, you know the two sitar maestros of Sajid Hussain and Sheroz Hussain of Pakistan uh, of the Senya Gharana. Uh, we have a keyboardist who's really kind of trying to work. Uh, with the South Asian genre, but with you know, with the with the confines of of what the keyboard offers, uh, we have a bass, uh, a lead guitarist, and a flute player, uh, yeah. and a dholak player uh, on, in the rhythm section as well. So it was, I think, uh, overall, it's this collaboration where you don't usually see uh, South Asian music in this ensemble format, and then it's got a bit of that. Uh, you know, it's got a little bit of that Bollywoodness as well because the string section plays its pieces like the film industry kind of did right. uh, it's got it's got the rhythmic inter- interludes and the improvisation that that are of course you know unique to south asian music and then it also has um, you know these kind of piano or keyboard solo uh, kind of in the in the jazz fashion but yet keeping staying within the rag structure right. which is a very big big thing in our music so that's really where you know and that's what i call fusion especially word fusion where it's not just about putting two musicians together and finding one common ground, but it's also a musician trying to find a space within a musical form. Yeah. Uh, you know, and really, really kind of fusing the, the two elements. Yeah. Uh, so this was in 2016, and uh, let's have a look. Well, it's wonderful. Let's check the video out now. Thanks.
All right, we are back. That's just great and really shows just a diversity of instruments and sounds that you're bringing together with your group. Really fantastic stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And uh, yeah, go on. Oh, no, I, I was just going to say that uh, the, the, the young keyboardist, um, so his training is both in, in kind of chord structures as well as kind of harmonium. So he, he understands rock structure as well, but he also understands kind of chords and, yeah. and how to work with those. And so, so really, and, and a lot of musicians in Pakistan are now getting this kind of dual training because okay. they see that, I mean, the, the world of harmony and of the atmosphere that's created uh, by, uh, by Western music is something that's unmistakably uh, a part of world fusion yes. and, and needs to be there. And so now it's being incorporated in a lot of other traditional work right. as well. So, Yusuf Karai, I just want to thank you so much for joining us today on the show. It's been just great having you and having you give us an introduction to South Asian music. Um, I'm sure our audience will be really greatly appreciate your expertise in this. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure uh, to be here. And of course, we could uh, we could go on talking for another couple of hours. I'm sure to music. that would be easy. And I now we're going to get to go to the part of the show that a lot of our audience likes the best, even where we get to play together, um, you know, through the magic of the Internet. So I'm looking forward to doing that as well. So thank you so much again for joining us. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, take care. Hey, this is Derek Jordan. Thanks so much for being with us today on the World Fusion Show. It's been great to have you. And I just want to say thank you to our sponsors, the McKenzie Family Charitable Trust, Dean's Beans, Chris Pratt, Nancy Feinberg, and Ron Dans for their generous support. And, you know, um, please follow us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and help us spread World Fusion music far and wide. And remember, as we always say, think globally, listen locally, and support independent music. Now for some live in the studio playing, performed by Yusuf Karai on tabla and Derek Jordan on five-string electric violin.
check out the video version of the show by going to YouTube or Facebook and searching for The World Fusion Show. To support The World Fusion Show and to make more shows possible, please go to DerekJordan.com and click on the support page. 